Yo, what's up, my horror movie motherfucker? It's your boy T-Shine, man, giving you another horror movie hood review. Hope everybody has had a great week, man, because it is fucking Friday. Not only is it Friday, not only is it fucking Friday, but it is Friday the 13th. And one of, I, one of my favorite days, it's like I get Christmas a couple of times a year. So, yeah, I fucking love it. Everybody who knows me uh, knows I love it, knows I love the franchise of the Friday the 13th movie. Uh, just like all kind of horror shit. So, but, uh, yeah, I hope everybody has a great, great fucking Friday. Hope you have a even greater weekend. But today we're, we're going to look at and review Friday the 13th Part Three, and it originally came out in in 3D, which was super new to to me, and you know really everybody back then that was any kind of movie fans because you really wouldn't know what to like what to expect. But it was it was it was good. It fucking literally kept me and my buddy up. Uh, we <laughs> we went. His mom took us to see it. And it kept us up, because I think this was like 82, so maybe I was like 9 years old, something like that, or maybe 10 when it came out the theaters, I can't remember. But uh, it just, man, it, it scared the shit out of us. We stayed up all night fucking long, dude, and stayed in his living room, and the wood paneling, the fireplace, just the whole little thing, the low lighting looked like a fucking cabin. That's why we couldn't go to sleep. So we were both freaking the fuck out and scared ourselves like shitless, man. We just woke up or didn't even wake up. Like the sun came up. We were up <laughs> acting like we were ready to go. And man, we were t both tired as fuck. But uh, that is what we were re reviewing today. Uh, now, a little little more on little horror movie news. Uh, now, remember, guys, Halloween ends. Is coming out on Blu-ray. All right, it's coming out on Blu-ray. Uh, it's already hit, so I'm 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 definitely gonna go go and get it. I was hoping to get it after Christmas, but with all our moving and doing all that stuff, I just really hadn't had time for shit. So this is. Uh, but also coming up in April, man. Don't forget, guys. Salem's Lot, the new Salem's Lot, and again. Man, please, I hope they do not disappoint me <laughs> with this remake. Uh, because that is what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a remake. Uh, sorry, I'm blowing my nose bad. But, uh, so we'll see. It's supposed to come out in April 2023. So we got a couple months to, or a few months to, check, you know, to wait. And I hope they do it right. And again, uh, guys, go and check out. The fucking Wednesday series, man. The Wednesday, they're already started on a season two. Love season one. Me and the wife binged it and got through it super quick. And we just, I loved it. I thought Jenny Ortega, or Jenna Ortega, excuse me, was doing a fucking great job. Great job. She she played excellent Wednesday. And uh, it was really coming up because she's going to be, she's back in the screen uh, part six coming up. So looking, definitely looking forward to that. Also remember guys, we got the fear street series and let's, let's see what they do with it. Let's see what they do with it. They're, they're going to add, add it another one. And I really would like to see what they do. Uh, also you got the insidious five part five coming out, which looks pretty fucking creepy. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm an, I like the Insidious movies. I do. I dig them. But th this one looks fucking creepy. So let's hope it's creepy as fuck. And I think that's about it on the horror movie news. But if, I mean, if there's anything else, you know I'll stay on it. So, <laughs> so that means you have to fucking tune in. Also, I, I'm going to tell you another little Netflix show that is actually, uh, it's actually pretty good, man. It's called The Midnight Club. 
I checked it out, and it, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. And uh, so, and they, don't forget, also, they got the Evil Dead reboot. So, that's something else that I'm definitely fucking looking forward to, man. Definitely looking forward to it. But, let's start this Friday the 13th off, man, with some Friday the fucking 13th Part 3 in 3D. Now, this, in, 80, in, in 82, we, we were still... It was it was Michael Myers. It was uh, Jason with the sack on his face, you know, stuff like that. It kind of put the hockey mask, you know, like this is the first. Of course, this is the first time that the hockey mask is 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 worn, and it's worn by the great and late uh, Richard Brooker. Uh, definitely rest in peace, man. Uh, amazing actor, stunt man, uh, just great at what he does. He he done a hell of a job because when he puts that mask on, it's like my favorite part of that fucking movie. And it's got a got a, it got a lot of cool little actors in it too. So you know, I thought that was cool. It has uh, uh, the lady that actually to play uh, the lady that plays Fox, Gloria Charles. She's she's been in a ton of movies. Nick Savage who plays Ollie. Uh, now the the other little guy, I don't, I don't really know too much about. But then you, so let's get to the to, to the meat of it. Let's get to the meat of it. Uh, Chris, uh, this girl Chris, she wants to go back to her parents' cabin and I guess get over the fear that she had when she got the shit scared out of her running away from home years before, and. It's kind of, it's kind of, it kind of caught, I caught this because when they're pulling in, it shows, uh, basically the, the two people that are dead in the store, if, if you've seen it, but, um, and that's, that's actually how it starts. It's a couple and they own this little store and it's playing the, the, the grizzly murders at Camp Crystal Lake. And, you know, of course it's got Amy Steele, shows her wheeling her out and, shows them wheeling her out and it, it's like on the same night so when you know we all know that night Jason was he had long hair fucked up face well he had kind of a one sided long hair and a fucked up face but uh what's up Shelly that's, that's my girl that's my homegirl man Shelly man good, good looking out thank you for chiming in or joining the podcast and much love to you, much love, and your son Cameron. Much love. Uh, also, uh, so let me get back to what I was saying. That's kind of where it starts out, as at the couple store, and they are just watching on TV. And the the man, uh, it's a you know, male and female couple, and the male just he's walking around goofy as fuck and playing with his little rabbit you know, eating shit that's bad for him. And, you know, the wife is watching this on TV and she starts hearing stuff outside. And I, I just, I love, I love the little 3D effects, you know, where the guy starts to put back up the laundry with the stick and he puts it out at you in your face and shit. And you're like, whoa, what the fuck? And, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I remember, you know, 3D was new to us, like so new to us back then it was the coolest fucking thing since sliced goddamn bread. And we just, it, it was, everything was 3D. I think even the, the King Kong that we watched was, was 3D. And, uh, but anyway, so basically, Jason shows up, uh, them unknowingly, murks them the fuck off, you know, gets dude right after he takes his shit. And uh, which which always sucks. I mean, you never want to go right after you take a shit. I mean, rest in peace, Elvis. Uh, but uh, so you know, he gets the wife, and then <clears throat> so the next day, it shows uh, Chris and all of her little friends. They're going. They have to pick up Vera, and Vera's mom is not having her going. They get in a Spanish argument, so I couldn't really tell you what the fuck they were talking about. I just know Vera's mama wasn't fucking happy. She was not happy. She did not want her going. And 
I mean, she, hey, she was right. So anyway, they, they take off and they're going to the cabin that Chris got scared at when she ran away from home after she got smacked by her mama. And she wants to overcome that fear. And what what's the best thing to overcome something that scares you is to fucking face it. I don't think so. Not me. But especially if it's some crazy bald-headed motherfucker chasing me through the woods. And then she passes out, wakes up, doesn't know what the fuck happened. And you want to go back? Man, fuck that place. Put it up for sale. Call, it, call that motherfucker and put the cabin up for sale. Fuck that. So, as they get there, it, it shows that uh, Shelly is the practic- you know the practical joker. He's the, you know, what, what, what do you got in that box? Well, he said, it's my whole life in there. Poor guy. I mean, if your whole life's in that fucking box, brother, you in trouble. So, <laughs> they finally, they, they're on their way to Crystal Lake. And... Or close to Crystal Lake. And they drive by and they see them wheeling out these this couple. And so the whole group is kinda kinda like, oh shit, you know, what the fuck happened? And but they don't me, I'd have been like, hey dude, what the fuck? Like they're pulling bodies out of this fucking store, dude. What the fuck are we doing? Turn around, take me back home. Weekend is done. We done. And they didn't do that. So, but they, they run, <laughs> they end up driving and they, they run into this fucking old dude, Harold, and he's laying across the street and, you know, they get out of the, they get out of the car and they're like, is he dead? And he looks like my grandmother, the fucking hippies. And it's just, it's funny. And then the guy wakes up and he's got this fucking eyeball in his hand. And that's another sign. You know, you, you want your sign? There's your sign. You got an old fucking man laid out in the road to where you can't cross it, and he's holding the eyeball. Yep, cut the weekend short. Let's go back home. But they didn't. So as they take off, they go to the, the to the cabin. Chris goes inside. The girl Chris goes inside whose cabin it is, and she's just kind of kind of looking around. And I guess getting familiar with the place. And then here comes good old Rick. And Rick is, I guess, her little piece of ass that she had up there during the summers. I don't know. Uh, he hadn't really played in a lot of stuff, man. His name, uh, his name was Paul Kratka. Uh, but he, you know, he's like, come on, Chris. I know I'm just like a little working country boy. Uh, I'm just, he's wanting, he's wanting some ass. And that's really, you can tell, that's really all he wants. Because he gave up a, a damn weekend with Mary Jo Conrad. So, that's, you know, that's, and that's what he tells her. He's like, don't forget, I gave up a weekend with Mary Jo Conrad. You know, I want some, I want some ass. I want some pussy. <laughs> Sorry, Shelly, about the, about the P word. Uh, but it's, uh, that's basically what he wants. And... So everybody gets out and they're they're trying to get comfortable and and Shelly pulls the the pra- the first practical joke and you hear this this girl scream and it's it's one of the hippie chicks and I think I think her her name is Chili I believe that's who it is uh, but she she starts screaming and they all go running up there Shelly's fucking laid out he's got a axe in his or a hatchet in his head. And of course, it's he's a special effects guy, so it's all fake, and tries to, I guess, warm everybody up. But every everybody was actually like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like you're a dick. Uh, Vera takes off borrows Rick's little VW Bug. It looks just like Ted Bundy's, you know, same looking bug. But I guess bugs were big back in the days. I don't know. But uh, so. Yeah, as they as they go through the 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 evening. Oh, I, I can't forget when they go to the store, man, because this is one of my favorite parts. Is like when Shelly and Vera take off to the store, and she's I guess you know going and get groceries, and they run into the to the bike gang, which is uh, you know Ollie Fox and I, 
I think his name's Chuck. I believe that's what his name is. Uh, Chucky, something like that. <laughs> and they they kind of get into it at the store, and uh, I guess Shelly wants to be the, the 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 hero as they walk out, and he's he's like, oh, they went too far this time, and he backs up over their bikes and. You know, the, the biker comes up and smashes through the window with the chain. And, of course, this is 3D, so you're like, whoa, shit. And, you know, he smashes in the other window, and they took off. He takes off and drives around again and runs their fucking bikes over and takes off back to the little cabin. Somehow they fucking find him. I don't know how the, I don't know how the little group find him because their bikes are fucked up. And, but they find him. And they get out there, and they end up taking gas, siphoning gas, out of Chris's van. And now this this is going to be a, a key point to the ending of the movie, because they're going to need that gas. So, as it as they go through, as they go through the night, you know, everybody's having a good time. Uh, Rick's kind of pissed off, so Rick and Chris kind of go off on their own. And she tells him the story about her being attacked. And it was like a few summers ago. And that her and her mother got into it. And her mother popped her in her mouth. And she got pissed and took off. Ran away from home for a few hours. While she's running away from home and hiding, Jason Voorhees basically fucking creeps up on her. Tries to attack her. And she passes the fuck out. Now, that's what I was talking about at the beginning. Like, I would not go back there. If that shit happened to me, hell no. I would not go back there. That's why I said, man, put the property up for fucking sale. Let's go. Let's get the fuck on. <laughs> but, again, they didn't do that. So, she goes back and, you know, she's telling uh, Rick this story. And she, she just, he's like, well, what happened? She's like, I don't know. I just woke up. And I'd have been like, damn, dude, did this fucking bald head retarded dude, like, fucking rape me or something? Like, you, I mean, you gonna come out, you gonna have a Jason baby? Like, what in the fuck? I'd have got myself checked. But she's, she never says shit about that. And I'm just like, what? Man, come on, dude. So, as they get back, <clears throat> Shelly is on his, his quest to get a hold of Vera. And he... And Vera does not think Shelly is attractive and basically tells him that when they're in there juggling. They're doing their little juggle thing. And so, uh, you know, Shelly looks at Andy and he's like, you know, how how long can you last? And he's like, I can go all night. And finally his girlfriend, who is Debbie, which is actually her, her, Chris, and Vera, I mean, man, they're all fine as fuck. But, you know, Debbie is pregnant. And, like, just pregnant. And, like, she's still trying to drink beer and shit. And, and didn't want to smoke weed because she's pregnant from the top, from the, from the hippies. So, uh, when they're juggling, Debbie, or, uh, yeah, Debbie finally gets tired of it. And she's like, I got something else you can do with your hands, you know. Let's, <laughs> I'm going to bed. And he's like, fuck it, man. I'm, I'm going to get some ass. They go, and Shelly tries to hit on Vera or whatever, and Vera just tells him, she's like, I don't think so. And he's like, really? And she goes, she's like, I'm going to go outside for a minute. Goes outside, and and Shelly's like, bitch. (laughs) And I I thought this shit was funnier than hell, man, because, I mean, like, that's that's a real reaction. I mean, if a girl's going to tell you, no. Basically, you're fucking ugly, dude. No, I don't want to get with you, bitch. <laughs> so, uh, I've had a problem. I've had that problem a few times in my life because I sure ain't the prettiest brother on earth. <laughs> so, Vera goes out and she's sitting on the dock of the lake. <laughs> and she is. She's just chilling on the dock and got her feet in the water at the lake and just, I guess, clearing her mind, clearing, you know, clearing her thoughts or whatever. And Shelly just, his 
practical joking ass, you see this hand shoot up and grab her fucking leg. <laughs> and she trips the fuck out. And uh, she's actually, no, I, that's right. She's going through Shelly's wallet. She's kind of going through his wallet, and which is kind of fucked up. You shouldn't do that. It's kind of like a dude going through a gal's purse. So, so anyway, Shelly comes up from the water, and he's got this hockey mask on. He's got this uh, harpoon gun, and she's like, damn it, Shelly, you motherfucker. Like, you know, why do you do that? And he's like, I just want somebody to like me. Poor guy. Like, man, poor guy. Somebody needs to love, like, Shelly. Man, dude is, like, Shelly, love Shelly. <laughs> but, he, you know, he's just... He just wants to be, he wants to be loved, you know, some attention. And that's what he does for attention because, yeah, you know, he's not the best looking guy. And that's kind of what we do. You know, us ugly people, we, we like to, you know, impress and, you know, to treat, to love and stuff like that. I guess that's what he just wanted, but the girl wasn't having it. She basically like, fuck you. And so... She goes inside and he get you know she's pissed off and he's he's just oh man so it's, it it show it goes off it shows the little hippies they're popping popcorn and shit and <laughs> so Vera it's a, it goes back to Vera and Vera drops his wallet drops Shelly's wallet in the water. So she has to walk around and she has to get the get the go into the water and get the wallet. So she sees Jason, the great you know Richard Brooker comes out and he's got the fucking mask on. He's got the harpoon, and she's like, "Hey, who like who are you?" And she's like, "You're gonna hurt somebody with that." And man, with no. <laughs> no worries at all. This motherfucker just raises it up. And of course, again, 3Ds. This motherfucker's coming right at us in the theater. And everybody, you know, we're like, oh shit. Hits Vera right in the fucking eye. She got the point. And uh, <laughs> falls in the water. And the classic part of this fucking film, my favorite part, is when he just he shoots her. Drops the harpoon gun, turns around, turns, looks at the house, and walks away like nothing happened. I just, I loved, I loved it. Like you know, Richard Brooker was amazing. He was fucking amazing. Showed no emotion whatsoever. And so then it goes back to the hippies showing the hippies popping popcorn, and the electricity goes out. So the guy hippie goes out there and he sees Jason with the fucking mask and throws him into the electrical thing, electrocutes his fucking ass. So he really gets high. <laughs> he really gets fucking stoned. And uh, so then it shows Shelly goes into the house and he's got his throat cut. And the, the hippie gal, she thinks he's pranked. Uh, Chili thinks that she that Shelly is pranked when he's not. And so she is the alarm. She's like, oh, shit. Starts running around. Oh, my God. Shelly's dead. And so she takes off trying to run through the house and goes upstairs trying to find people. And bam, she gets a fucking uh, a fire poker, a fireplace poker right through the gut, red hot. And which I think I think the, I think she would have lived, because if it was red hot like that, it would have cauterized. I believe. I mean, that, that's just my opinion. That's my opinion. But so back to the. That's pretty much got everybody taken care of except for Chris and and good old uh, good old Rick, you know. But so I'm gonna go back to where the the bike gang actually comes back and finds them, siphons the gas out. When they siphon the gas out, they're going to set the fucking barn on fire like some assholes. And they go in there, and Foxy, go or Fox, goes upstairs, and she's swinging around, and 
Jason ends up snatching her ass up. And, you know, Chuck, I guess he, he he's looking up. He's like, Fox, where the fuck are you? He's like, Ollie, Ollie's going to kick our ass. And he goes inside, goes up into the top of the hayloft, and his ass gets it too. And the kill scenes, man, fucking the kill scenes were, they were awesome. I mean, they wasn't gory. They were, it wasn't uh, like so, so much blood and gore to scare you. It was, it was simple. It was very simple. And I just, I love that about, about the movie. You know, there was not a lot of blood, but everything, the special effects looked so fucking real, so real. And man, so, so yeah, salute to the, I believe it was Salvini. I'm not sure now, but I'm, I could be wrong. Probably am wrong, but if not, salute to the motherfucker doing the special effects. Because he definitely showed out. So, you've got Chuck, Fox, they're fucked up. You know, Chuck gets the, he gets a, a hay fork, pitchfork through the fucking gut too. And so, Ollie comes in. And when he comes in, he gets face to face with Jason. They have a little brawl, which I can't see like how, how this fucking retarded of course, Jason is a big-looking motherfucker. This old retarded-looking motherfucker, man, with no, you know, at, the, at this time, he didn't have the mask. He's just got that fucked-up face, and he's like, oh, shit, and basically beats Ali down. And so, okay, now back to that night. Chris and Rick come back, and the whole place is flooded from when... Andy and Debbie go upstairs and it's real fucked up the way Debbie gets it. Cause you know, she's fucking pregnant, but dude gets it right through the fucking chest underneath the hammock with the machete and Andy walks on his hands. You know, he's, he's a big, you know, hand walker <laughs> and Jason catches him, cuts his ass right down the fucking middle. And again, even even with that, like there's not, there wasn't any, you know, intestines and all that shit, you know, just, it wasn't super gory, but it still creeped us the fuck out. Like creeped us the fuck out. And so Chris and Rick come in and Chris is, basically sees that where Debbie had went to go take a shower that the water is still running flooded flooding the hole upstairs. And she goes upstairs, finds some clothes and stuff, and then goes back downstairs to find Rick. Well, Rick disappears because Jason has his ass outside holding him by the fucking head by both ears. And that's when the goofiest goofiest, fucking part of the movie, man, where he squeezes old Rick's head and that eye pops out and you see the, the, the spring and everything, you know, it's again, you know, it's fucking, it's 82, man. You can't expect too fucking much, but short pants, Robert, welcome to the fucking podcast, brother. We're talking about Friday the 13th part three, three D. Uh, so yeah, so Chris is looking for Rick. And she can't find Rick, but all of a sudden, Rick comes flying through the fucking window, all fucked up. And so she's tripping, Chris is on the ground, Rick, oh God, Rick. And then boy, here you come. Jason comes stepping through and she's like, what in the fuck? And she's, yeah, it would scare the fuck out of me. If I'm in the woods and this motherfucker with this hockey mask on, green jacket, fucking brown pants just coming out of nowhere, killing motherfuckers. No, no, we got to go. We got to go. And that's what Chris does. She tries to get the fuck up out of there. So she takes off, goes to the van, tries to get the fucking keys out, gets the fucking van started. And I, and we're, and we're all like, yes, yes, bitch, do it, do it. Get the fuck out of there. Go. And, <laughs> So she starts it up, and here comes here comes Jason behind her. 
and now she's already she's already stabbed him once. Of course, you know, I'm not gonna go through every little fucking detail. You know what I mean? If you've seen it, you've seen it. If you haven't, watch it. No fucking shit. Watch it. So he's coming after her in the van, and the they had this wooden bridge that they gotta get over, or she has to get over. And she's driving over it, and the fucking van gets stuck. And one of the planks on it on the bridge end up cracking, and the tires are just rolling. Then it runs out of gas because they stole all the gas out of the fucking truck. But there is a backup, and when she hits the backup fuel, because trucks and vans usually had two uh, gas tanks, and they just don't do that shit anymore. So, anyhow, Jason's coming up to her, and she rolls up the fucking window, and, like, that's going to do some good, and rolls Jason's hands up in it. And Jason basically takes his mask, smashes the window, which is fucking genius. So, he's not really retarded. If dude knows that to do that kind of shit, he's just a mongoloid. He ain't retarded. You know what I'm saying? Retarded would be like walking around like slobbering and shit. No, this fucking dude's a mongoloid, and he can think. He can think on his feet. And so when he breaks the fucking window, Chris takes off out the other side. She's running. She runs directly to the barn, goes straight to the barn. And I'm like, bitch, why? Why? There's nowhere to run. Nowhere to run to... Nowhere to hide. I'm telling you, man. Like, like she should have just hit the fucking woods, climbed the highest tree that she could climb, and stayed there until the morning time. And somebody found the bodies, and then start shouting out, "Yo, hey, I'm up here. He didn't fuck me up." She didn't do that. She runs to the barn, gets in the barn, and she puts this plank. In front of the barn doors, that, you know, that's going to keep him out. And she goes up into the hayloft, ends up finding the bodies of Fox and uh, Chuck. I think that's his name, Chuck or whatever. And uh, so she she kind of freaks out. Well, Jason pulls, pries the door back, fucking pops the thing open, big strong, you know, got that retard strength. But, nope, I mean, I guess, you know, I guess he, yeah, he might be retarded. Who knows? But I can say that because I'm special. I'm special, too. I'm slow, too. So, uh, oh, man, appreciate the like on the show, brother. Appreciate it. But, <laughs> so I can say that about my own kind. <laughs> Not saying that I'm Jason Voorhees, but I feel him. <laughs> I feel him a little bit. So anyway, he you know he pushes the pushes the little two by four plank up and goes in. He's looking around, and then Ali comes out from nowhere and starts fucking. He you know he goes at dude with a machete. I'm like, bro, you have a fucking machete. Cut this motherfucker to pieces. Doesn't work like that. Basically, Jason fucks him up, cuts him all to pieces. Ali's done. Then he go. He sees some straw fall down again. He's not fucking <laughs> Mangalore strength. That's what it is, man. That's what it is. But uh, so he goes over to the steps. He's looking around. He knows she. He knows Chris is in there. He just can't find her. So he sees some straw come down, and she's done put a bale of hay over the fucking straw or over the door. And he crawls up there, knocks the fucking bale of hay over, which that's going to do it. That's going to keep a fucking mongoloid motherfucker out of here, man. You know what I mean? A bale of fucking hay. No. Hell no. I'd have been sitting on the bale of hay and stomping on it when his ass come up the thing. So he gets up there and she, Chris, gets the gets the pitched hay fork and... Get tries to stab him and all this shit, and it doesn't quite work out that well. And she's so he's down, he goes down, she's hiding on the damn top of the tier, and actually thinks she's gonna fall on this motherfucker and hurt him. So he looks up, 
she drops down on him, knocks him down, and she gets out. She gets a chainsaw. This bitch has a chainsaw in there and, and doesn't really use it wisely because you rev it up and chase him with it. You know, you only cut him one time, and then the motherfucker runs out of gas. No, not me. No, not me. Because fucking the chainsaw would have been the first, we- you know, the first weapon. And then I'd have grabbed something else, something else. And she she does. But when she gets up, that she goes up back up to the, the loft. And that's when her and Jason get into it. That's where she stabs him. That's, that's my bad. That's where she stabs him with the thing and ends up, he's, she thinks he's dead. Puts the rope around his neck, knocks him off, and he's fucking, he's hung. So she's like, all right, well, this motherfucker's dead now. Goes down, down the little, little ladder and pops off the little thing and opens the door. And there he is, big ugly ass motherfucking Jason. And she's, she's like, everything's over. But no, this motherfucker grabs the rope, pulls himself up, lifts the mask to show him who she is, basically. She freaks the fuck out. She's like, oh my God. She's like, no, it can't be you. No, no. She freaks the fuck out. And he's like, oh yeah, bitch, it's me. It is me. So anyway, pops him in the face with a fucking, that's where the, the iconic slash in the mask comes from. It's from a, an axe. And she pops him in the top of the head with an axe. And he he falls down. She takes off. Goes out to a fucking boat. And has this dream that he is in the house. And she sees him. He's trying to get out this window. And he looks at her and he smiles. And man, dude, that fucking freak me the fuck out. Like it really freaked me the fuck out. I was tripping. I mean, you know, I'm fucking nine years old. I'm 10 years old or, you know, something like that. And I'm like, Oh my God, this ugly motherfucker. Are you serious? And we don't live too far from Clover bottom. Clover bottom is the retarded hospital for, for Nashville. So we don't live too far from there. One of them others could escape. And come get us. That's what we're thinking. So he, he he comes out of the house and she's in the boat and she's trying to get away and all this shit and ends up getting pulled down by Mrs. Voorhees because she comes out of the water, which that's turns out to be a dream. Now the rest of that shit wasn't a dream, but that was where he comes and chases her without the mask. So next thing you know, the police are there. They're looking at each other like, poor girl, she's been through hell. And I, I have to say that the uh, Chris played, which is, I mean, I think I think it was Dana Kimmel, or Kimball, Dana, one of the two, but she played, played a great part. It came out like she was in fucking shock, kind of crying, laughing, looking around, you know, and the cop looks at the other cop and he's like, yeah, he, you know, they're all dead except her. He's like, but they got him. And which was, you know, pretty cool, pretty cool little ending. And like I said, they drive her off. And the next thing you know, it just shows it ends out with a, uh, a, a slow zoom into Jason laying there, but no movement. Not, you know, nothing like that, because really, that was supposed to be the end of the end of it. Uh, welcome to the welcome to the podcast, Hugh. We're going over Friday the 13th, part three. If you wasn't in on the whole live, man, I will be posting this so you can check it out and you can leave a a comment message or whatever. And I'll fix to give all that information here in a minute. So at the, so yeah, that's how, that's how the movie ends out. It goes in, it shows Jason laying there and that's the end of the movie. So, I've got to tell you, at this point, I'm, I am I love the movie. Like, part three was one of my favorites. And 
looking at the time, the time is fucking 420. It is break time, motherfuckers. Everybody knows what that is. If you listen to the show, you know what break time is. <laughs> so we're going to bump a little bit of music. And this is off of the T-Shawn of Trap Bastard. Now, remember, guys, on this podcast, I have two albums that are out right now. Uh, you can get them on every any platform, any any media platform. Uh, the it is T Sean and Track Bastard. Track Bastard, one word. And the name, the first album is Concrete or Lead. You can find it on all media platforms and check it out and listen to it. And we also have the new one that just dropped. It's called Mentally Ill. It's 15 songs, and they are bangers. Right now, we've got the number two fucking song in the UK, and which is super fucking cool. Digging the fuck out of that, man. Uh, but today, since I am getting faded, I want you guys to join me, and uh, let's get faded, man. So Faded by T-Shawn and Track Bastard off their new album, Mentally Ill. You can go download it or stream it on all media platforms. <coughs> oh, my gosh. And today, guys, we are smoking some blueberry cupcake. Man, one of the fucking firest indigas I have smoked. It's a real laid back. Super fucking good. It's a it's a head and body buzz. Good for uh, any kind of stress. You have anxiety. You need to sleep. That shit will put you to sleep. I'm probably gonna take a nap after this motherfucker. <laughs> so, but uh, I definitely definitely recommend that. And shout out to my homeboy. You know who you are. And uh, yeah, man, go get you some. So <laughs> enjoy that Friday. But next, next, everybody, you already know how it's going to go, man. We're going to rate this motherfucker. We're going to rate it. And we're going to start out with film originality, okay? The film originality on this movie, un-fucking-touchable. Because it, not, it, it goes off of the murdering, you know, person in the woods, Jason, you know, or they, you know, they don't know his name, but it goes off of that. And then it, it jumps in and it brings a whole new mask. Like that's a whole new fucking genre, like genre of fear. You know, you have a hockey mask that's never been done before. Never been done before. You know, him really going at it, at, you know, with the, the guy, you know, the cabin being off Crystal Lake. Another thing I thought that was cool. 
I thought it was, you know, super cool. So the originality of it, man, was was amazing. They did a lot of things that were a first. Uh, that you know, of course, nowadays, <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth has been done fifty different ways. You know, I mean, it, it's it's crazy. But these one of the this this was so original, man. I I just I loved it. I loved it. Everything was good. The the plot on it, the twists to it, it was it was good. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna give that motherfucker a ten. And you know that's just me. Uh, it's if you think different, hey, hit us up. Let us know what you thought of Friday the Thirteenth Part Two in 3D. Uh, next one is cinematography. Now, cinematography, especially for 82, excellent shots. Uh, not a whole lot of steady cam, which, you know, you really didn't need it because, you know, Jason wasn't really a stalking mass murderer. He just, he, he lied in wait, you know, and just went ham. When it, when it was at night, it, he went ham. So, uh, the cinematography was it was great, I, for especially for eighty two. Man, you could not beat it. You could not fucking beat it, man. So I'm gonna get, I'm gonna since it, it's 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 eighty two. I'm gonna give it a nine. You know, of course the the cinematography has gotten a lot better over time, and you know, of course some of the new movies still give me that that jump scare. So, you know, I'm definitely, I'm I'm going to give it a nine, man, because they did a great job. Uh, Characters. I I think all the characters were pretty, pretty pertinent to the story, to the storyline of the movie. Uh, And of course, you had Chris, uh, who was going back to revisit, to get over her fear of what happened that night, uh, you know, a couple years ago. And... Now, that's something else I want to talk about, too, right quick, is when she tells this story, they play it, you know, like they go back to that time, and it shows, and Jason is, basically, he's bald. He's bald, he's got on the same kind of clothes, so when he attacked in part two, he was in overalls, a fucking flannel shirt. With a potato sack on his head. Oh, Shelly, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the congratulations. Thank you. Uh, thank you for supporting our music. That's what, that's that's what's up. But uh, so so yeah, I kind of that that kind of confused me on the, you know, him looking like that. But I guess, you know, it's 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 eighty two. It was a younger movie crew, and. They did what they had to do. So, but anyway, back to the, you know, the characters. I think, you know, all the characters were, were pretty much, you know, Shelly had to be there with the hockey mask to be the trickster. And I think he did a good job of getting on people's fucking nerves because that that's what he was there to do. That's, that's what his thing was, is to prank people and get on their fucking everlasting nerves. So... Uh, Vera again, you know, she, she served a a good part, uh, showing the very first kill besides, of course they didn't show Shelly getting murdered, but the very first kill from Jason shown on screen is Vera and with the hockey mask on, excuse me, the very first kill with the hockey mask is Vera and so she played her part, the hippies, you know, of course that was, that was the time it was, you know, the early eighties, everybody smoked weed. I mean, I didn't, I was too young, but probably, I think maybe a couple years after that, your boy T-Shot was token. I, I, I guarantee that. So, but, uh, yeah, on the characters, man, I, I'm going to go, I mean, they, they were pretty pertinent. I mean, uh, they, even the bikers, that was that was a cool little twist to it to add you know add to it. So I'm gonna give it a nine. Yeah, we're gonna go with a nine on that, man. Uh, special effects. I've already talked about that, man. And 
everything was so good <laughs> except now I'm going to give the 3D stuff a break because you know 3D was was very new very very new in the 80s especially 82 and to to make some of that stuff work some of the some of the the 3D effects were cool some of them were cheesy as fuck though like the snake jumping out if you've seen it you know what I'm talking about if you haven't you will <laughs> uh Rick's eye coming out you know you see the the spring to it and shit so a little bit cheesy just a little cheesy not bad but uh all together I mean I again the what it didn't take a lot of gore uh all the all the kill scenes looked pretty legit for a movie you know as legit as you could get for 82 so I'm gonna give it a nine I'm gonna special effect give the special effects a nine uh, the music score, man, that music, that dun 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 it's, yeah, I mean, it sticks with me to this fucking day. If I hear that, the sharp violin, the, the dun, 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 you know, I, I, it automatically goes with fucking Jason Voorhees running through the woods. So, yeah, music score, fucking 10. I'll give that bitch a 10. Uh, sound quality. <coughs> sound quality, again, man, I, you know, it's 82 you're not going to have the the Adobe Digital. You're not going to have the uh, surround sound. You're not going to have all that stuff back then. But, I mean, the, the sound was cool. I mean, I guess, it, you know, for uh, quality of it, wasn't no hissing, wasn't none of that, none of that shit. But uh, it, it, was, it was pretty cool. And, again, you know, going back to the score of the movie, I thought it was, I mean, it was pretty dope. So we're, we're going to give the, the sound quality, man, uh, fucking give it a, I'm going to give it a nine. Nah, I tell you, I'm gonna give it an eight. Not not just because it was bad, just because. I mean, it was it's eighty two, you know, came a long way from that. So I'm gonna give it an eight. And uh, so scares is my next one. Scares, whoo man. It uh yeah it for for the time and if especially if you watched it in eighty two or year you know a few years after that and honestly. I watched it last year on Friday the 13th, and man, that motherfucker's still spooky. Still fucking spooky. So, it, uh, yeah, man, I mean, it, it had good scares in it, good jumps. Uh, you know, when the shit, when that, uh, golly, Andy is walking on his hands. Sorry, I'm a little stoned. <laughs> but uh, when Andy's walking on his hands and shit, man, and gets it, you know, right down the middle, it, it just, you were like, whoo, shit. You know, when the hand comes up and uh, grabs Debbie, you know, to fuck her up, you know what I mean? Which, that's fucked up. But that'll let you know, man, Jason, Jason ain't like Mike. Jason is not like Mike. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like that, That's a, he's got that retard fuck you. Like, he don't give a fuck. He does not care. You know what I mean? He's going he gonna to kill anybody in their way and if whatever's in you. So, you know, there, there you go. Yeah, the Jason Kill is probably one of the only well-known serial killers that's killed a baby. And he didn't even know it. That's fucked up. And, uh, but, yeah, man, the scares were pretty good. They were, they were pretty good. They were pretty good. They still, you know, they don't, I'm not a big jumper anyway, but uh, I, I'm going to give the scares an eight, you know. Uh, entertainment value. Uh, I'm going to the entertainment value of this fucking movie, it's iconic. It is iconic. So you have to fucking love and enjoy this movie. I'm telling you. It's it it is the first time that the they introduced the hockey mask that has scared good God. How many generations? Over how you know, three de four decades? 
and it's still doing it. They, you know, they remade it. They, they brought back the hockey mask. A lot of people don't even know that Jason wore a fucking potato sack over his head. And I, I don't know. I think it was, yeah, entertainment value, man. It's fucking, it, I love it. Still watch it to this day. You'll watch it again. And I'm going to give it a fucking, a nine. Uh, I'm not going to give it a 10 just because, I mean, I don't watch it all the fucking time, but I definitely watch it. Uh, uh, rewatch value. And that's uh, basically the kind of kind of same thing, you know, like how many times would you rewatch this movie? Uh, man, I, wa- I watch it at least twice a year. Uh, three times a year. However, t- however many Friday the 13th we have in that year, your boy T-Shawn watches this fucking movie. And of course, I watch them all. But on Friday the 13th, that's what it is. And so, yeah, the rewatch value for me, man, I'm going to give it a 10. You know, I, I love it. Uh, I think if you have not seen it, you'll love it. Uh, if you have seen it, you're probably one of those. It's probably in your Friday the 13th collection that you watch on Friday the 13th. So, definitely, man, rewatch value is, uh, I'm, yeah, fucking 10. Uh, so, so after, after running down everything, man, I'm going to give Friday the 13th, 1982, three, or Friday 13th, three in 3D, 1982, I'm going to give it a 9.5. And again, I love the movie, uh, thought the fucking movie was amazing, amazing. And I think you will too. So definitely check it out. Remember, it's Friday the 13th, part three. If you can see it in 3D with the traditional 3D glasses, do it. Get a chance. Get, if you get a chance, fucking do it. And you'll, you'll, you'll trip out. You'll either laugh or you, you'll enjoy your ass off. I mean, one of the two. So it's, uh, I definitely, I definitely recommend that shit, man. Uh, so if you have not seen Friday the 13th, part three, 1982, go rent it, borrow it, buy it, stream it, watch that motherfucker. It is definitely worth the watch. You will not regret watching this fucking movie, man. It is, it, it will be in your collection. And, it, and if you are a horror movie fan, you'll definitely watch this one every Friday the 13th. Uh, for, for my young listeners, that goes for you guys. Check it out, man, because I promise you, you're going to dig the fuck out of the movie. It's, it's uh, again, you have to remember this is 1982. This ain't fucking, you know, 2023, 2022. This is 82. So it's 40 fucking years ago. So wasn't bad for 40 years ago. I definitely recommend it. So, so again, guys, if, if you have not seen it or if you want to fucking, uh, you know, if you want to go get it, uh, I, I think you could probably find it. Uh, I, de- I, I definitely know it's on Prime. Uh, I think it's on Voodoo. Of course, you have to pay, either pay or rent. Uh, I don't know where it is for free. It may be on YouTube. You could probably find it on YouTube. There's a lot of good horror movies that, uh, that are on YouTube for free. So you can go check it out. But as I tell everybody, Google it. Google that motherfucker and see what it pulls up. And de- excuse me, definitely check that shit out. Uh, so now, man, I'm going to give some fucking shout outs to some of my people, man. Uh, first of all, I'm going to get all my people from fucking uh, Nashville, surrounding cities. If you had to come, you got to come from out of state, man. Go and check out the Wildwood Reserve Barbershop. All right. It is in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, man. 1330 Northwest Broad Street. And, and I mean, this barbershop is so cold. It's got music memorabilia. It's got old gangster memorabilia. It's got just super clean. You can check out the website. At uh, the Wildwood Reserve Barbershop.com. Uh, you can go to their Facebook page, the Wildwood, and just look up the Wildwood Wildwood Reserve Barbershop. 
again, been smoking a little bit, and I got fucking cotton mouth with nothing to fucking drink. What the fuck? Who does that happen to? Me. My dumb ass. <laughs> Definitely, man. Go check out. And when you walk in there, man, tell the owner that your boy T-Shine sent you from the horror movie hood review. And his name is his name's Wally Hope. Show that motherfucker some love, man, because he has built this fucking place from the ground. And, uh, hey, he done a hell of a job, man. That's my brother from another mother. Also, guys, go online, go on Facebook, check out TriStar Solutions. All right, TriStar Solutions, They what they do is they basically, they if you own your own business or, you know, work for a business that, that needs to uh, have, have web pages monitored, uh, how many hits you get, uh, promoting your stuff. I mean, and they, they, they just do, they do it all with, with big and small businesses. And so definitely check out TriStar Solutions. You can find them, find them on Facebook. I will get the other information for more promo. Uh, but for right now, Go check out the Facebook, TriStar Solutions. And, yeah, man, they could definitely help you out if you own, own your own small business. And, actually, Wildwood Reserve Barbershop uses them. So, and they're they're doing great. And for that, I'll tell you something. Also, go check out my guy, man, Chad Arms, at uh, Chad Arms TV on YouTube. And he's also got a, a new horse. This is my homeboy. Who it's it's my fellow horror movie dude. Uh, he's gonna actually be on here as a guest. Chad Arms, the one I I, sh- I give him a shout out all the time. Uh, he's also a, a a fire, a dope ass one of the dope ass lyricists and and rappers that I fuck with. Dude is he's a hundred percent. So, but uh, check him out, man. Chad Arms TV. He's got some of the best interviews with some of the best artists, people. Uh, also, he, he's got some of the coldest music, so go check him out. Uh, let's see, again, your boy T-Shine and Track Bastard. We are out on all media platforms. The album, the first album is Concrete or Lead. It came out last year. Uh, the second album that just came out a few months ago is Mentally Ill. And it is it, it is doing the damn thing. So uh, appreciate all all the support, but go check that shit out, man. Also, go and look up my homeboy Top Notch T O P N O T C H. Put the pressure on me, like he man, he's smashing it. He is, he, he dude is ridiculous. He's it's one of it's one of my favorite little songs, man. But he's also one of our. The guys that we grew up with, you know, and showed us about music, and uh, you know, yeah, man, go check, go check it out. <laughs> definitely, it's uh, it's definitely gonna be worth it. Also, my homeboy Squints, uh, I got some shit to say, and it's on YouTube, and it's it's funny shit, man. They got it, it's a it's a great little pot little YouTube podcast. So go check it out again. Uh, it's Squint 615, Squints, S-Q-U-I-N-T-S, 615. My voice kind of going because I ain't got nothing to drink. <clears throat> I got some shit to say. So, yeah, go check that out. But uh, other than that, man, shout out to my homeboy B, the track bastard uh, who, you know, help, who does all the music, helps promote everything uh, with the with the show, he he promotes it. He lends a hand on editing, stuff like that, man. Shout out to him. Shout out to my producer, Chris. Much love. Thank you for always hanging in there with us, man. Because now we're we're over 50 episodes. We're 56, I think this this will be. And we're I believe we're in over 30-something countries now. So that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, man, uh, Chris... I appreciate it, and to all the people that's listening, thank you. Thank you fucking people for just tuning in to a nobody because, as I say, I I suffer from agoraphobia, which means I I don't leave my house, 
I have severe PTSD and social anxiety, and this is what I do, you know what I mean, just to get on and talk about horror movies and bullshit, and hopefully you guys get a fucking kick out of it, man, and uh, thank you, thank you for the, for TriStar Solutions, thank you for the Wildwood Reserve, for always uh, mentioning the podcast and, and our music, uh, we definitely appreciate that, so uh, guys, I'm going to let you go, enjoy the, the mid, almost the start of your weekend, unless you're off today, and let you guys get to it, man. Happy Friday the 13th. Watch as many Friday the 13th movies today as you can. Over the weekend, stay inside if you got to. If not, have a good time. Be safe, but come home, watch some horror movies, get some head or something. <laughs> And smoke a lot of fucking weed, all right? Because weed is, it's, it's the medicine, baby. It's the medicine. So, yeah, man, from the, from the, from your t- boy T-Shawn and the horror movie hood review, uh, much love, and as always, peace.